Hey, I'm Garcia. Hi, I'm Telly. We are the Hercastle Girls, founders of Bright Mindset Project. Welcome to It's All Connected by Hercastle Girls. As human beings, we can amplify our mindset and spiritual practices, become more magnetic, follow our authentic callings, lead in our own energies to become that version of our higher level selves that we know we can be. Our principles are based in neurolinguistic programming, spiritual aspects, and alternative therapies. Today, we talk about the why behind why people don't own up to their own mistakes and why people find it hard to apologize. We also talk about the work that needs to happen to lessen this behavior. Telly and I talked about specific reality shows, um, and we talked about the characters that we've seen in the past, and they easily, very easily deny the truth, or they don't own up to what they've done, and they don't own up to what they might have done that's wrong, and they do this even when there is a tape to rewind, (laughs) even when there is evidence that they did the thing. So- you know, what do you make of it? What What is the question here? Why do people do this? Because it's not just a reality show thing. No, right? it's, it's real life. This is real life. Like they always say that, you know, art imitates life. And this is, I think it's something that everyone has gone through. Even yeah. if you don't do it like as often as, like I'm sure I'm, I know there are lots of people that do it nonstop. They're mm. never in the wrong. They're <laughs> always in the right. But I'm sure during arguments with either like your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, your Mm. auntie, you stand on your word. And even though you may say something and you hurt that person's feelings, you still don't see the wrong in what you said. So yeah, Carla, why do people not own up to their mistakes or take ownership of being wrong? Like, why won't we just be like, you know what? Yeah. I was wrong. I shouldn't have said that horrible thing about your disability or about your lack of knowledge of towards something. Mm-hmm. We just kind of take a low blood, you know, we, we put it to the gut and really hurt people and we don't want to take any yeah. ownership. You know to their what? Feelings. You know what I think it is? I think it has to start with the same reason why people don't like being alone. Ooh! You know, <laughs> people don't like being alone <laughs> because they don't like to face themselves. That's true. No one wants to face themselves. That's true. No one wants to sit in a room alone and think about themselves, face themselves, face the pretty, the ugly, mm-hmm. the good, the bad. No one wants to do this. That's true. And when a person decides that they're going to sit down and evaluate a situation Mm -hmm. and decide I'm going to apologize or I'm going to go sit down with this person and have a real conversation as to what happened. Right. When a person decides to do that, that means that they had to become aware of their own behavior, become aware of what they have done 
and, and, and accept it and be aware yeah. of it. And this is very difficult for humans to do. It is. And, and there is even more specifics to that. We'll, we'll get, we'll to get into it that. later on. Right. But another reason why people find it so hard mm-hmm. to, you know, own up and take accountability right. is they live in effect and not in cause. That's true. And, you know, the the idea here is that the majority of the world mm-hmm. is living in effect. Very true. Effect is the excuses, right? So you make excuses for your behavior. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I was hangry that day. <laughs> Oh, Making I... up words to describe how you feel <laughs> hangry. I mean, yeah, I use it too, but still. I mean, mm, uh-huh, but uh-huh. you know, um, you know, oh, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Right. You know, there are many things as excuses that we use oh, to yeah. excuse our behavior or excuse the what we decide to do. But then we have maybe the one percent of the population that lives very small. Percent. Yeah. It's a very small percent, <laughs> probably less than that. Yeah. Um, we have a small percent that lives in cause people that live in cause when there is a situation or a problem or something has happened, they ask themselves, how did I contribute to this? Hmm. How did I cause this? Mm-hmm. How could I have changed it? They take it all and they put it on themselves and say, okay, um, the kids were late for school. Right. How did I contribute to it? They don't blame the guy in front that was driving, you know, only 40. They don't blame the kids for getting downstairs for breakfast late. Right. They look at themselves. They turn the mirror on themselves and they say, what could I have done differently today to have a different outcome? And right. that's a very powerful stance. Oh, definitely. That is empowerment to own up and say that I could, I had the power to change the outcome mm, of this right situation. There. Right there. I think what you said right now is profound because that's the problem right there. It is such a power move to actually say, okay, you know what? I, I screwed up. I, this was, this was yes. on me. I should have woken up earlier to get, cause they're kids. You can't get, you can't depend on your kids to wake up at like 7am. They're kids. So, you know, you find, you find the fault in yourself and you say, you know what? I kind of, I blew it. I, I'm going to own up to it. What you said, I love how you put that. It is empowering to it's say, empowering hey, to say that I slipped up. Right. I could have changed it. Definitely. I could have done something something differently yeah. to create a better outcome. Definitely. And unfortunately, the way how we grow up, the way how this world works, we don't learn that we have choice and therefore so we have we have cause. We mm-hmm. have the power to create different outcomes. Mm-hmm. And effect it's so easy we fall into it so easy too easy and it's just so easy to say it's someone else's fault it's another thing's fault as to why i behaved the way i did and there therefore there's no need to apologize there's right. no need to have a side conversation right and that is kind of the stemming of where this lack of integrity or, right. or lack of ownership, ownership. And, mm-hmm. um, accountability where it comes from. Wow. Good grief. It's about taking that power, ladies and gentlemen. 
taking that power and saying, hey, I screwed up. <laughs> I'm only interrupting to make sure you know where to find us at any time. Have you visited our website, brightmindsetproject.com? If you haven't, do it today. As a mindset practitioner, spiritual guide, and energy healer, my focus is mindset and spiritual balance. If you have a desire to amplify your own emotional intelligence, if you have a desire to heal the mind, body, and spirit, start your journey with us at Bright Mindset Project, brightmindsetproject.com. I think another way to look at this is to see that many people have a lack of integrity. Uh, A person who lacks integrity will make decisions based on how it makes them look rather than how it will benefit others. Uh, They look at their actions as a performance to be rated for approval rather than a step toward doing the right thing for the community. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's actually truly what lack of integrity is. And the ego is usually the author of this sort of, you know, lack of integrity. Right. Um, I'm working on a course right now, actually, that will be shining the light on ego and how the ego blocks our connections to ourself, um, to our spiritual well being, and to our deeper divine wisdom. Awesome. Um, It takes a lot of humility, It really does. It takes a lot of humility and heart for one to admit that they are wrong and to say that to another human being. Um, But between the ages of zero and seven, Mm -hmm. um, we take everything in that happens around us. Mm -hmm. As children, we are hearing, seeing, and feeling things. And sometimes we don't even know how to communicate it out that we are receiving these signals or these visions so therefore we live with it and it sits in our subconscious so once we're old enough we remember what it was like to see other people deny we remember what it was like to see people say no that's not what i said Mm. and it's internalized in us so the idea of apologizing comes across as weakness not strength. Yeah. And it's purely based on the ego that is continuously telling us, no, do not admit to anything. Do not Uh, appear weak in front of these people. You are strong. So don't own up to it. And we see that as pride, but it's not actually pride. It's a block to processing feelings and emotions that should be processed. And that's a shame because vulnerability, I know, has always had, it's gotten a bad rap. You know, like you're saying, you don't want to show weakness because you don't want anyone taking advantage of you and, you know, guard your heart, guard your mind. And I get all of that, but being vulnerable shows that you're human. You know what I mean? So I I love how you explained that, but Mm -hmm. explain what work needs to be done? Like, what, yeah, yeah. what work needs to be done? Because clearly there's an issue. And like you were saying before, from the age of zero to seven, mm-hmm. we're like a sponge. We suck in, evaporate yeah. we're like a vacuum. We take everything in. Mm-hmm. So what needs to be done as we grow and we're 
clearly not taking responsibility for anything we say. We just figure, well, you have to apologize to me. Although <laughs> right. I'm the one that dished out all this horrific stuff on you. Yeah. What can someone do to fix this problem? I mean, so I think that when it comes to anything that has to do with mindset work, spiritual work, healing work, it has to start with self-awareness, mm -hmm. being aware that something needs to change. It's the most difficult step to take. Mm -hmm. it, it is not an easy thing to look and say, I need to heal or I need to process. Right. And you may be on the road to figuring out what to do, but acknowledging it can help you find the way. Right. And finding out your inner child archetype, I think can help. Okay. Because I find that, you know, there are two child archetypes that would probably have this problem. And one okay. would be the eternal child and one would be the wounded child. Hmm. And they carry the shadows of not taking responsibility, self-pity, blame, and the resistance life, to moving. And all this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the resistance to moving on through to forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So they have a tendency to not apologize, not forgive, um, blame, and only feel really self-pity for themselves. It kind of goes back to the definition of lack of integrity right. um, that you said earlier, the idea that they care more about what people see right. and, and feel about you rather than what is best for their friends or their community. Right. And I guess too, it's kind of strange because we're in this world now and nothing is wrong with it where, you mm -hmm. know, everyone's um, emotions and everyone's feeling does matter. I feel that like sometimes because of that, people that have this kind of archetype, when they say something bad to someone else, they feel, well, I'm entitled to my feelings. And if I want to insult your mom, I'm going to, although their mom had nothing to do, you know, the arguments between them and the, and me, like, sorry, I meet my, the computer, for example, and me, we're in an argument and I decide to throw in there. Oh yeah. Well, your mama. And although their mama has nothing to do mm -hmm. with the argument between me and Mr. Laptop here. So then when Mr. Laptop says, hey, that's not fair. I didn't insult your family. Why are you insulting mine? And then I say, well, I'm entitled to my feelings. It's like, okay, stop. That's just pulling now on. The thing that's is, not is right. you have to define what feelings are. And, you know, when in arguments, feelings are emotions. Mm -hmm. If you say, I feel you did me wrong by doing ABC, right. that is um, a valid feeling. That is, an, that is a valid opinion. Right. But you saying, well, your dad did this and your sister is that, that is not a feeling. That no. is you looking for a way to punch verbally right. or kick verbally. And, and that shouldn't be accepted. No. And in order, again, I, I want to really push this. In order to heal, in order to process, you must go through the process which sometimes looks like apologizing, mm -hmm. which sometimes looks like sitting down and having a side conversation mm -hmm. where you both said, wow, I misunderstood what you meant. Right. That is what the process looks like. The process doesn't look like you saying, well, it was the bus's fault. <laughs> it was my boss's fault. 
oh, those stupid stairs. If they weren't so many stairs, I would have gotten there on time. That is living in effect. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we need to get back to living in cause and, right. and being empowered that way. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we get to that. Hopefully. I know we have. <laughs> We've gotten there. And just for those, again, how can you live in cause? Living in cause means asking yourself the questions. How did I contribute to this? How could I have changed the outcome? Did I have control of this situation? Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you're not putting the blame on anyone else. You're not looking to excuses. Right. You're looking at yourself. Because as we've discussed before, the only power you have for change is changing yourself. You can't change other people. Right. You can't change um, the public opinion. You can't, but you can change yourself. Right. And in changing yourself, you can inspire others to change. That's it. So I think as long as we keep that narrative alive, as long as we understand that if we all live at cause in our own world, in our own bubbles, it will all come to the greatest good. I agree with you 100%. And then, you know, for those that have felt, you know, the wrath of that other person and they don't see their wrong, the best thing for that person to do, sadly, is just to move along. Move on. Because some people will change and hopefully they do. And some people won't. But, you know, take it for what it is. Mark that person. <laughs> And just move on because it's not even worth you getting upset about at this point. They don't want to apologize. They don't want to live in cause. They just want to keep on finding excuses. And that's hopefully they change their ways. You can only change as you were saying, you can only change yourself. If people don't want to ride with you as you change or as you go through your elevation, then you know, elevation sometimes isn't for everyone and everyone has their own timeline. That's true. Everyone has their own journey. That's true. Um, so we really just have to accept what it is Yeah. and know that again, it's for the highest good and better will come even when you might lose friends or acquaintances yeah. along the way. That's life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I like what you said. That's it. For the higher good. I like that. It's a yeah. good way to, to end it. Yeah. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. Be sure to listen next week. We upload the podcast every Thursday. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on YouTube. Watch our videos on mindset, motivation, business, and life. And if you feel called, subscribe to our channel. We are on Instagram. Follow our handles at HerCastleGirls and at Bright Mindset Project. We would love to work with you. So check out our website, brightmindsetproject.com. Book a clarity call, book a one-on-one -on -one session, or ask about upcoming on-demand courses. We appreciate you and all the love and light to you. Bye. Bye.